Coming up on TMSPM, Scream Cream, now available from Five Guys. Magic mouthwash, animal style. You know what they call a Big Mac in France? A Vegas Royale. Jack, Carl, and Hubert. Red fleshy baked potato. Dan, Dan, the tabletop man. Your Twitter questions and more on this episode of TMSPM. This is the morning stream, but it's not in the morning, it's at night. TMS PM. Hello everyone, welcome to the morning stream PM edition for Friday, July 26, 2019. We're back at it, doing it again. I'm Scott, he's Brian. Hi Brian. Hi Scott, Hello. how are you? I'm fine. Kind of, uh... Trying to get stuff done today. So my sisters are in full bore mode on trying to figure out what all the plans are when everyone comes to town. Mm-hmm. And so right. my sister Misha stopped by the house today and uh, got to talk to her for a while. And I ate some stinky kimchi in front of her. And uh, she <laughs> she told me that it reminded her of growing up in our house when we were younger because my brother Aww. Matt would eat kimchi all the time. Yep. So it was kind of a nice cool. little family moment hanging out, talking about what uh, the rest of August looks like, which is kind of a nightmare. August is a nightmare. Well, yeah, that's what it sounds like. Putting it out there right now. Too many things planned. Uh, we haven't even talked about this, but I'm performing a TMS listener wedding in like two oh. weeks. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. That's cool. I keep forgetting to mention it. They're from Australia. They're coming all the way here. They've hired Taylor to do photography as well. So her and I are dad daughter in it out there. And we're going to the salt flats where they film the intro to Knight Rider. <laughs> and we're going to take photos nice. out there. I'm going to perform the wedding out there. It's uh, their parents and very few friends and stuff like that. And they've, they've come here to do it. So I'm feeling a little pressure on that end. I'm just a little nervous. Sure. just want to make that works okay for them. And, you know, I don't, I, I actually add to the, to the greatness of their day and not take away from it. <laughs> not subtract from it. Yeah. But this would be what, the third wedding you've officiated or just second? This will be third. Third. Almost oh. fourth. Yeah. Last year I had that one. That I was supposed to do during the weekend oh, yeah. of the pod and cast. Then they got cold thing. feet. They backed out. Got in a huge fight at the <laughs> recep or at the uh, rehearsal dinner. Yeah. Threw glasses at each other. Yeah, we'll go with that. Out. I like that better than Scott had a 104 <laughs> degree fever. I think that's better. Um, but yeah, that was the week I had that horrible fever, and I just couldn't do it, and mm-hmm. it was awful. And so it would have been four, but this will be three, and I'm excited. Oh. And yeah, s- and they're cool. They seem very nice. Well, people. if you need to, if you need to get out of it, Scott, yeah. um, you know where to find me. Yeah, I know right where you'll be. You know right where I'll be. Yeah, I know where <laughs> you're going to be. Like a baked potato in the hot desert sun. Oh yes, uh, uh, <clears throat> red fleshy baked potato burnt <laughs> to a crisp. <laughs> Float, floating down, bobbing and floating down the lazy river. That's where your That's potato right. will be. That's right. Oh, dude, don't be careful. Now you've narrowed it down to three places. <laughs> <laughs> Giving too much oh, away here. Stalkers now they now they know where to look for me. Yep, I know what's up. Look for Brian in Reno, everybody. Reno. That's right in Lake Tahoe. Yep, Atlantic Lake, City, everybody. Atlantic City. <laughs> <laughs> Going east this time. It'll be great. That's right. Yep. Oh, it should be blast. So we got a. We're watching a dog. It's our. It's our. Uh, our Kim's sister's dog. He's a little Shih Tzu thing, or she. She. Uh-huh. It's a Sophie. She. She's like this big. It's about the size of a bagel when she wraps uh-huh. herself up and hides in the couch. Tiny little dog. In dog years, she's like eighty. Uh, okay. She's like 14. She's getting close to end times. And oh, uh, just a cr- I hope you don't say that to your sister. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think they know, but she's just cranky. You know, she's, she's close to death. You know that, right? <laughs> she, she, she's cranky and she's got like achy bones and limbs and stuff. And so she's always limping around. And she's not, I mean, she's a sweet dog, but she's not that fun to watch. She sort of just wants to be left alone. Sure. And that's fine. Except yesterday, I guess, while I wasn't watching, Snuck downstairs and dropped a little dog duty downstairs. Just a little pellet, a couple pellets this big. Because she's a uh, tiny dog. She doesn't do big ones, does little tiny ones, which is better yep. than a big one. But still, come on there, Sophie. I know you're old enough to know better. Go outside. Go to the door. Right. Get you outside. And the problem with dogs that size, yeah, for me, is uh, they have a little bit of Napoleon complex. Oh, yeah. They, you know, oh, yeah. Especially with other dogs, they think, "Oh, I've got to, I've got to overcompensate for the fact that I'm tiny and be really aggressive with the bigger dogs and the people." Hundred percent, that's what this dog is. 
Yeah. Yep. And it's even worse with this breed. Anybody who's had a Shih Tzu knows this. The older they get, the worse it gets. They get crankier. They get madder. Mm-hmm. I had one. Uh, remember Daisy? My Daisy? Yeah. Uh, yeah. All the way up till the end there. Just a cranky, cranky old girl. And she just got crankier mm-hmm. by the day. They get blind by the day. They just can't see anything anymore. I mean, it's mm-hmm. kind of sad to watch them decline. The thing that doesn't decline, though, is their mm-hmm. belief that they are king of everything. <laughs> right, yes. And they want to murder anyone who, who questions their authority. Who gets in their way. Yeah, yeah, it's true. F that. That sucks. But anyway, she's fine. It's fine. I just, don't, I just didn't want to go clean up some poo. My other dog's totally trained this way. They don't do this. They don't peep or poop anywhere but outside. They know the rule. <laughs> <laughs> but I've seen Boomer hold it forever. She'll hold it forever and then just whine and whine and whine. But you put her out yeah. and she'll go and she knows she knows not to go she down. She does the right thing. Exactly. Yeah. The, that, I mean, that's the thing, too. It's that um, unfamiliar place, whatever. I don't know the rules here. I guess I just poop. Yeah. Is that the deal? That, I'm going to go just ahead poop and just here? do it. Do and... I just poo? Because I don't know this place. Okay, I'll just poo. <laughs> exactly. And the other oh. dog, our shits who did this toward the end, she just got cranky to the point where she didn't care she's gonna poo where she wants to poo mm-hmm. um she also woke up at four o'clock this morning and kim had to take her out and have her pee in the middle of the night and i know dogs do this stuff sometimes but again yeah. you're like 14 you know the yeah. deal yeah you know the deal that's frustrating she is sweet though she'll come curl up next to me while i'm reading or something and then she's fine yeah but, we um, we know a couple shih tzus who uh heavy on that first syllable they're little shits yep. is what they are yep um, no matter how much my aunt and uncle try to convince me that their dog is just sweet and loving and, and blah, blah, blah. Um, he's nipped at Tina a couple times. He comes over and shits on our floor. Mm. You know, it's, uh, it's, it's, uh, some, it's part Napoleon complex and part Shih Tzu. <laughs> do, do, uh, do the crazy neighbors have any animals? I've never asked that before. Oh boy. I, I told you, I know I've told you the story of the Maybe crazy neighbors and their animals. I don't know. Uh, three cats. Okay. Uh, Jack, Carl and Hubert. Oh, right. Cause you had to babysit them once or cat sit them. We babysit whenever they go out of town basically. Right. And it's, it's not okay. Yeah. Pop over, clean the litter box, done. Give them food, whatever. Mm-hmm. No, it is. All right, we got to go over. We have to let them out in the morning. Oh, a couple hours later, they might want to come in because it's hot. We got to let them back in. Okay, nope, they might want to go back out again. Got to let them out. Dinner at mealtime. All right, well, this cat needs uh, special medicine that goes in their food that has to get mixed in. Now, this other cat will eat that medicine. Okay. So you got to separate these these three cats all separate with their bowls. Then this cat needs uh, relaxation medicine, like to calm them down. So you got to give this one that. Yeah. And then you got to give eye drops to this one. You got to give... Uh, uh, saline j- jab a needle in this one's uh, hindquarters and give it a saline uh, fluids for <laughs> like 10 minutes. Wow. Yeah. Um, they are the sweetest kitties ever, but boy, are they high maintenance. High maintenance kitties. Yeah. High maintenance kitties. But you know what? We do it. We love them. And of course. And we love their parents. And we, you know, say, hey, we'll do it. And just don't leave so much. No, do- no dogs, though. <laughs> they don't have dogs, right? No dogs. No dogs. Okay. No. No, that would uh, just but Daisy, things. our Daisy, uh, has a little crush on Jack, which is the oh, yellow tabby. That's so like, cute. Carl, I'm sorry, not Jack, Carl. Carl will come over and he'll roll around on the the patio, and Daisy will whine, and then she'll go out there and she'll just want to like sniff him and bow down and like act like they want to play, but she he doesn't want to play. He just wants to roll around on the patio, but she wants to play. And are you sure that our dogs are not? Siblings separated at birth. I swear. Really, same thing that uh, Boomer does. This. Rainer does. No, Rainer oh, doesn't. Boomer Rainer does. hates okay. cats. She wants to eat a cat. Okay. She hates him. Uh-huh. Fights him. Yells at him. Chases our cat all the time. Boomer though yeah. just wants to play and lay with the cat. And the cat loves the dog. Hates yeah. hates Rainer. Loves Boomer. <laughs> just the weirdest relationship. And it's the exact same kind of weird behavior. That's pretty cool. That's crazy. Weird. Yeah, and they look the same. Birth. They look the same. They got that same kind yeah, of... Yeah, very similar. Yep, very similar in, in looks. Little German Shepherd, little mutt business. If only that. you would have waited and named Boomer Daisy, I would have I would have said uh, supernatural involvement. Oh, my gosh. I would gosh. have claimed okay. weird sort of... Uh, I, would have, I would have called Sting up and said, hey, found your synchronicity. It's yep, right here. There it is. Your yeah. I'd say that would have been crazy. It's already crazy. We both had a Daisy at the same time. That was crazy. It is. Yes. But now we have a clone dog and one is called Daisy. One is called Boomer. And together they make Boomsy. Doomer. 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 Ooh, Doomer's even better. 
<laughs> Doomsy. Like um, anyway. Speaking of crazy neighbors, after the show today, I'm going next door. We are doing a big, they do a big pizza thing every once in a while. Um, uh, crazy neighbor Dave has got this pellet, um, pellet fire pizza oven. So it's a big metal contraption that you use outside. You fill the top with pellets and they get super, super hot. And it like gets 400, 500 degrees in this thing. What are the pellets made of? What is that? Like some sort of, uh, they look like, uh, there's some sort of like super fuel. Because <laughs> they wow. burn through this stuff really good. Okay. They do. They kind of look like raptors. They kind of look like food that you give um, a rabbit. Um, but yeah, they are compressed. Yeah, okay. They're compressed wood with like uh, some sort of... Um, Binding oh. agent keep them together. Here we go. Like They're literally called pizza oven pellets. I'd never heard of these before. Okay. Yeah, Learned and this thing new. gets that oven like 500 degrees. So you put the you put your little pizzas in there, and you basically make like little, almost personal pizza size pizzas. Um, put whatever you want on them. Uh, pop it in there. Two minutes later, they're done. Hmm. Like puffed up, crispy on the outside. Really, really good. That sounds fantastic. Um, so you've kind of got to you've got to be quick, and you've got to have the next pizza ready to go. So it's almost like a, it's like a, a half an hour of assembly line work, <laughs> an hour of assembly line work, getting all these pizzas ready, and then just popping them in, quick, quick, quick. All right. Da, da, da. So I made uh, I made my own pizza dough to take over there as well because Dave does his uh, thin, crispy crust. I like a big fluffy crust and so we make a, a couple different kinds of crust i'm with him on the thin crispy i love crispy crust. i do too but but this the, the crust i make is like a honey oregano um this stuff is good and it's like you find yourself craving just the crust after you're done with the pizza huh says yeah. it even adds a wood fire taste to these little pellets it does it does yeah interesting i've it's never really heard cool of thing. this yeah these these uh these pizza ovens, these wood fired or wood pellet pizza ovens are just amazing they crank out the heat and they do such a great job are they uh do they always have this i'm looking at one by a company called uni is it the kind they have is uni let me see you you and i it's U U N I. U U N I. uh might be it's a silver hmm. thing they also yeah, sell a, a, a 12 inch pizza maker thing that's different I'll, I'll take a look here at the are you looking on Amazon? Or, uh, no, I'm actually um, at pizzaovenpellets.com, which I <laughs> it looks like it's a UK thing, but I wondered if maybe they were. Oh, there it is, right there. That's exactly what it looks like. Huh? Kind of like this, uh, yeah, the silver thing with four legs on it and a big pipe going up the top. Big old, uh, uh, what do you call it? exhaust pipe or whatever? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Vent. Uh, that's actually where you fire the um, the photon torpedoes and take out the whole thing <laughs> and then fly away. Five hundred quid for that thing. That's not cheap. Yeah. Not cheap. No, I mean, there's one here that's uh, 299 and it's funny. It's O-O-N-I. Hmm. So either a off-brand that, uh, or, or just a different name and a different, uh, oh, no, Ace just has it wrong. Like, the picture they show shows U-U-N-I. Yeah, that's exactly it, too. Oh, those, little, those are it, yeah. That U-U-N- yeah, that little U-U-N-I, by the way, is a little window into the oven, so you can kind of see the fire oh, and everything inside there. That's cool. Um this is a blast. I'm jealous of what you're doing tonight. Yeah, I'll uh, to I'll it. take some photos as we're pulling pizzas out. And you can see. Yeah, are you gonna uh, your crust that you made? Is it uh, you know mm-hmm. uh, Weight Watchers friendly or what's your plan? There? Nope, nope, <laughs> nope. Sometimes just, you just gotta uh, let it go. I get it. That's it's fine. a matter. Yeah, Fridays turned into kind of cheat day, and then I'm back on the wagon by Thursday. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's a long day. It's a long day, a long cheat day. Now, uh, I'm usually back on the back on the wagon by Sunday, and usually like with some exercise and stuff on Saturday to uh, kind of balance Saturday and Sunday to balance things out. But, so it says here on Amazon, um, the most the highest selling one is one called the Napoli Wood Fire and Gas Outdoor Grill Oven Pizza Unit. Thing. The Napoli, it's the uh, Napoli, Scott. Two two hundred and forty nine. It's not too bad. No, I'm looking. Oh yeah, it doesn't have the uh, big old stovepipe up the top though. No, interesting. I I mean, I wouldn't know what to trust. I would probably trust Dave's opinion. He probably has some opinion, right? He, he, he yeah, probably I mean, does research. Really, and... all you need is all—all all you want is something that is going to deliver hot, even heat, um, uh, on the pizza. But that is interesting that that all these other ones I see have the pipe, yeah, the chimney, yeah. the chimbly. That one doesn't, and uh, that one has no chimbly. There's two or three that don't have it. And I also, from what I can tell, they all use those same pellets. 
Mm-hmm. So you don't yeah. have to. You could just get some generic pellets and not worry about it. Exactly. All right, now you got me all thinking about a cool thing for Kim's birthday <laughs> or something. Because Kim would love something like this. She would love to do oh, this. Oh yeah, and it's fun. You know, it's fun to have people over and everybody gets to like, like uh, uh, prep a pizza the way they want it with their ingredients. But everybody tries everybody else's pizza, and yeah. I mean, she does this kind of thing with the taco bar already. This would kind of be the, uh, um, the pizza extension of the taco bar. Oh, I love the taco bar. Actually, yeah. we should, we're supposed to eat with the kids tonight. Maybe that's what we'll do tonight is the taco bar. I'm going to go talk oh, cool. her into it after this. I'm going to taco her into it. <laughs> oh, gosh. That joke just needed to be told. Well, All right. Well done. Well done. Very well done. Speaking of well done, Dan, Dan, the tabletop man. Yes. He's going to, oh, he's under a different name. Gosh dang it. Geek Chalk. He's under Larry Petrukowitz. Close. Of Very close. Delran, New Jersey. Almost nailed it. Um, but as you know, we kind of have an annual tradition with Dan, a pre-Gen Con yeah. uh, look at what we might be interested in coming up at Gen Con this year. And so we are going to find out what that'll be. But first, I'll play this. That was great! No, nope, that's not him. Let's try it again. <laughs> there it is. Be careful. May cause drowsiness. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the program. Dan, Dan, the tabletop man, all the way from... I was, oh, yeah, I was starting to wonder wonder where you got that, uh, that sound bite of my wife. Yeah, it <laughs> sounds a lot like her. Right? Easily excited. Yeah. Yes. I usually Which, I usually have more than one like thing for everybody who's on the show, but I think I only have you recorded one time. Like I've got one well, clip of you, and it's that, or maybe wait, that's what's this? Maybe he is a leprechaun. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Definitely not him. Nope. That's the only two Dan's I have, uh, or in this one. Be careful. Whoops. Wait, this one. It's all. Nope. That was great. Yeah, that. <laughs> that's a good one. Dan on why his, does that uh, say? Why is that attributed to Dan? Like, what's the what's the what creates a D A N in that file? Uh, it says, "Oh, I see why." It says that was great, and the person who did it was Fern Gordon, and there's a Dan oh, at the end of Gordan. That's gotcha. why. <laughs> hey, you want to know why somebody might do that? Why might might say, so? We talk often about. And I'm surprised you only have like a couple, like one thing of me, as much as we talk about. Uh, penises and erections and everything else. That's yeah. the only okay. thing Seems like you give us so much content and we, <laughs> we're not capturing it. Yeah. So we talk about Vi- Viagra a lot, and uh, you know people are often wor- wondering about Lady Viagra. Oh yeah, like that. that's like, a real thing. So there right? is actually a, there is actually a tablet. I hear out there, Natalie but... Portman is going to be playing Lady Viagra <laughs> coming up. Uh... <laughs> yeah. 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 It's, part of Phase in, uh, Five, baby. Woo! That's in it. Phase. That's Phase Sixty Nine. Yo, oh, okay. <laughs> I see where we're going. That sounds good. So wait, tell me about this because I I had always heard that there was such a thing, but I but but why do well, they? Well, I don't know much it? about the tablet. So my wife, she actually works in a compounding pharmacy. Yeah. And they make a thing that's called Scream Cream. Okay. <laughs> All right. So okay. All right. And it's interesting because it's got like five or six different things of both RX, you know, pres- prescription and over the counter. <laughs> And uh, a couple of the things are Cayenne actually pepper, uh, <laughs> Scotch bonnet. <laughs> no, these these are all actually things that are kind of uh, blood flow enhancers and vasodilators that all go into a cream. So one of a couple of the meds are are used a lot of times for asthma, and one of the meds that's actually in it is used for heart conditions to open up the uh, blood vessels around the heart and just gets more full blood flowing to the heart uh, to you know to keep away the angina and stuff like that. So when you put all this stuff into a cream, it Throws all the blood and uh, blood to the blood flow to that uh, that that area, uh, del- <laughs> right down Dolores. there, right down there in the angina. I know where that is. That's right. Yeah. Welcome you know, to PM, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> it's something that Dolores may want to use a sure. little bit uh, with the uh, blood flow enhancer and vasodilator. I get so, you. Yeah, I didn't and, realize that that would help them. That seems good, right? Scott and there she is. There's a, there's, so excited. I did spill on myself. Sorry. <laughs> Keep and going. apparently, from uh, as much as it sells, apparently it works really well. And they can tell when uh, the the recipe might be a little off as opposed to uh, not, not 100%. But it's not the same wow. stuff, though. This is a different chemical, different thing, different everything, right? It's not well, this just... Is, well, it's compounded, so there's a bunch of different things. So it's only a little bit. You know, it's not enough. You know, like I said, where the blood pressure medicine and stuff like that, it's not enough of that to really affect you... Um, systemically it's more and also since it's a topical cream that you have to apply at certain times it yeah. uh 
that, that it's only going to affect that area and, and you know not for a long period of time either i can't wait till they're a sponsor by the way you know that you know if we got blue chew we gotta get scream cream at some yeah, point as a sponsor. scream cream i don't i actually don't even think scream cream is a brand name i think since the compounding places do it it's just kind of a recipe like oh, there's there's butt cream and magic mouthwash and these are all kind of recipes for things that are just kind of widely known in pharmacy um, and I'm sure there's probably a huge list that they have at the compound. Magic <laughs> mouthwash? What is that? What yeah. is, tell me about so this. So magic mouthwash is, is a combination of, uh, it's got Nystatin. There's a bunch of different recipes, but Duke's, you know, Duke Hospital, Duke's magic mouthwash is basically Nystatin, hydrocortisone, and Benadryl. So you use this mouthwash when you have a lot of thrush or uh, also mm -hmm. in the ulcers in the mouth. And a lot of times people that are on chemo and, and other things like that, that get a lot of those mouth ulcers will use magic mouthwash. And there's a couple other recipes that have it, that, that are out there for it so, as well. So if this, uh, so for real though, okay. So when you say thrush, it's people with like the that horrible white tongue business they got going on there. Yes. Okay. Yeah, that too. Yep. So that's what the uh, steroids were, the hydrocortisone. Okay, and then so this is like a compound. I had no idea. This is like finding out that there's a secret menu at In and Out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, can I go into the play? Yep. Can I go into the pharmacy and go? Uh, yeah, give me the freaking animal style, uh, take, uh whatever. Yeah. Give me, me jungle style magic cream. mouthwash. Let me, let me get some of the uh, magic mouthwash with a side of scream cream, please. Yeah, please. <laughs> uh, that sounds no, like but a... if you ever do have, uh, you know, if you have uh, chronic ulcers or if you're having a little bit of thrush, a lot of people that uh, also people that use certain inhalers, uh, a lot of the steroid inhalers, if they don't wa rinse their mouth out with warm water afterwards you can get thrush from that as well okay well i think because steroids help things overgrow i found a clip of a lady who has used the scream cream would you like to hear it you want sure to go it? for it okay here you go can you hear me no that's not it <laughs> hold on that's butt cream is it this play one? the one you played to introduce death. that's why you ladies should take the very no it's a better one than that i can't find it now oh here we go okay nope you couldn't do that before. You've improved on perfection. Okay, that's not it. How about this? <laughs> no, no, I can't find it. How about this one? <laughs> there it was. That's the one I was looking for. Oh, uh, there you go. I figured. I just figured you were getting Meg Ryan for us. <laughs> no, I don't have that one. I never capped it. Those of you playing TMS Bingo, that was uh, Soundboard Roulette. Uh, I mean, we do space Soundboard Roulette. We have the new Bingo deal. Uh, BioCal, right. if you're in there today, should uh, should post that in there so people can get. He there. actually did. It's uh, oh, and, and for people playing at home because you can play at home. It's BioCal.com/slash/tmsbingo with the B in Bingo is the only capital letter in that whole thing. So right. BioCal.com/slash/tmsbingo capitalize the B, leave everything else. Nice. Looks like Nightbot's and got people, one as well. Sorry, yeah, and and oh, does it on Nightbot? Okay, it so, just barely you know. showed up when you were talking. So, gotcha. Yeah. So yeah, so now uh, people who play, people who listen at home can play as well because no matter when you listen to our show, you can play bingo. Yeah, I like it. Hey Dan, we have a tradition on the show. Yes, where we do. You come on the show and you kind of rapid fire style, although take any time you need. But uh, however you like to do it, you like to give us a preview of what's happening. At Gen Con, mainly it's like, okay, here are the titles uh, that we're expecting that people are excited about, maybe a couple of dark horses, uh, and then you're going to go. And then the other tradition is when you're back, you'll give us like, hey, here's what was really rad at the show. So it's got this yep. like two-pronged approach, which I always enjoy. So let's dive in. Uh, give us your uh, – how do, do we always have a set number? So, I can't remember how we do this. So it's usually – I try to – I usually either four or five minutes on a clock. I'm going to go through these two top 11 to try and top 11 to buy for Gen Con, and I'll tell you – if you bought all of them, how much it would be. Okay. Uh, so also, uh, if anything sounds interesting, you let me know when we're done. I'll try not to go too fast. I'm going to go fast enough where we don't take up too much time. All right. Go for it. So right, what's your, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Five minutes on the clock? Let's go five five minutes on the clock. Okay. Ready? Right. And hold on. I'm going to actually do it. Hold and remember, these two trials, well, I might not know yeah, a lot about them because they're, 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 <laughs> uh, a lot of them are just demos. These are all to just the demo, the tries, and the buys are ones that are actually available. Seven so alarm. there's not a whole lot of information on them to try. So we're good? Gotcha. Yep. Ready? And go. All right, number 11 is Sleeping Gods. This is from Red Raven Games and Ryan Lockett. This is a hand management storybook time. It's a, a type game. It's a co-op game. Really really good. I don't really have a whole lot of information, but I'm looking forward to it. He's got a great art. Super Fantasy Brawls, number 10. This is a MOBA. Scott, you would love this. It's a MOBA in a way on a board where you just pick up three uh, miniatures and you just go at it. Awesome. Uh, number nine, Arch Ravelry. Apparently, Ravelry is something about uh, knitting. So anyway, Arch Ravelry, it's like Santa's workshop in knitting, but it looks like you get your resources and you put crap together and you sell it. Sounds good. Yeah, Great, Storm Vault. Storm Vault <laughs> Games Workshop. This is a co-op adventure game from uh, 
Games Workshop, they're known for Warhammer, so they have great minis. This is a kind of a family co-op game. Number seven, Nemesis. This is kind of like Aliens. It's a crazy, overdone, excessive. I can't wait to check it out. It's wait, Aliens, aliens like when game. you say excessive, like bloody, violent, excessive? No, 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 like way too much crap in the box. Like oh, okay. A million miniatures, oh. and the box is going to be like one of these coffin boxes. Games. Okay. It's huge. All right, I'm in. Uh, uh, number six, Arceus. This is by Antoine Bauza, Ludovic Montblanc. I don't. It's a little dungeon crawl in this little box. It just looked interesting. I watched a freaking five minute video in French just to see what it was like. So it looks interesting. Man. Number five, Terra Mara. This is a. It's. This is just from Akatoka. Anybody out there that knows anything about who Akatoka is, it's a collection of Italian designers that do a lot of really rad stuff with uh, mechanisms. I don't really know. Again, don't know a whole lot about it, but I want to check it out. Number four, holy crap, Scott and Brian, you guys are old like me. Do you remember the Dark Tower from the eighties? Yeah, yes. A video game with the big thing. Return the thing to the middle? Dark Towers. Yes, with the thing in the middle. Restoration Games is putting it out. I'm going to try to demo it when it's out there. Oh, Hopefully, it'll be out sometime next what? year. But oh my god, everyone's th- oh. everyone loves that. That's that's the thing everybody yes. remembers and loves. Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. So number three, Toy Story: Obstacles and Adventures. This is kind of like the Harry Potter deck building game, but it's going to be for Toy Story. So it's a very introductory deck building game, but it's co-op. You can play with your family. You're going to play over six different kind of movies or, or scenarios. It looks pretty good. Number two, Domination Road to Civilization. This is freaking crazy. It's this big Civ game, but you use these little triangle dominoes, and you're putting these little dominoes on the board, and it's, you're creating a little civilization. You have this little flow chart and kind of uh, your, your, uh, all your technologies and crap that you're using. Amazing. Looks really, really good. It's huge. Again, excessive and huge, but I love it to death. All Number right. one, Mystery House Adventures in a Box. This is uh, from Cranio Creations. That uh, Same thing as uh, the Akatoka, where it's the Italian designers. Uh, this looks awesome. It's a little box. You put these cards in there, and it's like a uh, an escape room in a box, but it's co-op. You're going to be looking. You're going to be using your phone to put the, the light in there to see little clues on the side of the box. Looks really, really cool, and it's going to be uh, out there, again, from Cranio Creations. It'll be coming out this fall. To buy. Here we go to number top 11 to buy. Number 11, Dragon Scales. This is from Arcane Warriors and from Richard Lanius. I love King Lanius. He's the greatest. This is going to be a real good little adventure game where you're kind of rolling dice and allocating dice. It's got some co-op to it. It's got some stabby in the back. Got a little bit of everything. Number 10, Old West Empresario by Tasty Minstrel Games. This is a uh, old, obviously, set in the Old West. You kind of a uh, little card game where you're rolling dice and you're making your little town. That one's going to be uh, $60 by oh, Tasty Minstrel Games. Scott nope. on that one. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it looks really good too, and it's, and it's not uh, over. It's not too hard to learn either. It's pretty pretty light. Number nine, Era Medieval Age. This is from Plan B and Eggerspiel. Seventy dollars. This is a kind of a roll and build where it kind of has. Uh, it take it took a roll through the roll through civil roll through the gout not roll through the galaxy. Anyway, takes an old game, makes it again, but you're rolling your dice and you're making your little uh, kingdom right there. Uh, you you rolling the dice two or three times, and you can actually affect other people with plague and stuff like that. It's really cool. I got to play this one at Origins. was good. Number eight, this is another one where it's a re, it's from that same company that's that's doing Return of Dark Tower. It's from Restoration Games called Unmatched Battle of Legends. It's kind of a two-player game. It takes the old, there was a Star Wars duels or something like that, epic duels from Star Wars. They're re-implementing that. And, uh, and in the base game, you have things like Medusa versus um, King Arthur. There's also, um, uh, ah, who is it? Uh, oh my God, uh, uh, Disney. Oh, Disney thing? Uh, 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 Maleficent. With, with Cheshire Cat. <laughs> oh, Alice in Wonderland. Alice in Wonderland. All right, so you're going to have Alice in Wonderland. You have uh, all these different... They also have uh, Bruce Lee is going to be in this game. So you're going to be taking Robin Hood and wow. Bigfoot. You're going to be taking all these IPs and fighting one-on-one with each other. So really, really looks cool. That's cool. Uh, was that number... Uh, number seven, Las Vegas. Oh, sorry. Oh. Keep going. Is my thing ring, but oh. keep going. Go. Oh, I probably went a little bit too long, but all right, I, I want to get a few more. A yeah. <laughs> Number seven, Las Vegas Royale. This takes Vegas, which is the dice game. Oh my God, one of the best kind of family games there is, but it's a newer implementation, a little bit better of a production value, and it also has the expansion in there. A nice little dice trade. It's a nice wooden, wooden dice trade. It's going to be in there. It's going to be $50 from Aaliyah. Number six, Tales of Glory. Kind of talked about this with Origins. This is a tile laying game where you're uh, kind of a medieval fantasy tile laying game where you're fighting different monsters and you're trying to get your. Uh, uh, magic and your uh, battling up looks really really good i really like this one 45 dollars from ankama number five crown of amara this is pegasus spiel scott don't even think about this one this is way too heavy for you okay. uh, <laughs> brian maybe but this has kind of got double rondelles it's it's a it's a heavier weight euro but it is awesome i got to play it as well but it's it's really really good number four medium this this is one that we're going to do in a couple of weeks when i come back we're going to do a little we're going to play a little bit of this because this was uh, i kind of mentioned this a year ago this is going to be the best party game and family game for the next few years uh, it's by dice hate me and, and greater than games medium year, it's just kind of a card game it's kind of reminds me of code names but even a little bit better than that number three dc comics dc re, uh deck building game rebirth 
This is from Cryptozoic, about $45. This is a co-op game where uh, it kind of re-implements everything into a nice co-op feel. It's got a little bit of uh, difficulty to it, which is really good. This is a really fun game with the DC license. I got to play this one as well. It's really good. Number two, Reavers of Midgard from Gray Fox. It takes the Champions of Midgard game and kind of it's an expansion. Not an expansion. It's a like kind of the next generation of that where you're kind of plundering. You're going out raiding the different uh, other, you know, you're a Norse mythology Vikings and you're going, you're raiding the countryside. Dice. It's got dice cards, a little bit of uh, Ameritrash. Really, really good. And number one, Imperial Settlers, Empires of the North. This is from Portal Games. It's going to be $60 in booth 2443. Uh, they also have a roll and write that you should check out as well. But Empires of the North re-implements uh, Imperial Settlers and kind of streamlines it a little bit and gives you a little bit more factions. This is going to be a great game. Check it out at the Portal Booth. You may want to get there on day one if you're going to be going to Gen Con because it's going to sell out pretty quick. That was some rapid fire <laughs> business. Now, here That's all that cool. for the low, low price of $610. <laughs> <laughs> So I actually have a question about uh, every once in a while you'll make a note or when you're telling us about a game, either when we rapid fire them or even when we're just talking about a weekend recommendation where you'll say, now it's got tons and tons of parts to it. Tons of tons of stuff in there. Lots of rules. (laughs) How do you where do you land on that? Like, are you one of those tabletop gamers? You're like, oh, the more the rules, the more the pieces, the more the shit I got to learn, the better it is. Or are you one of those guys who's like, you know, I need to slow it down, guys. Give me a little less. Well, it kind of depends on what type of game it is, but I'm kind of like, I'll, let's just say I'm like three quarters there because there are some games that are complex for complexity's sake, and that drives me insane. Like there's yeah. rules upon rules upon rules, and it's just too much. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I love I love complex Euro games too. At There's a time and place for everything, but I want to play, you know, when I'm playing a Euro game, I want to play an hour, an hour and a half. You know, the Euro games are the ones where there's a little bit less randomness. Uh, you, you know, you're kind of getting resources and turning it into stuff. These are the games that I think, Scott, I think you'll really like if you had somebody to teach you and you didn't have to worry about reading the rules. And I, I'm almost certain Brian would love almost all the good Euro games out there. Yeah. Just kind of that that good, meaty feel to it. Yeah. I don't but know. There is a, a... Oh, go ahead. Sorry, go oh, no, ahead. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. The, the, uh, uh, you had me at the Vegas Rail. Is that one that you mentioned? Oh, uh, Las Vegas Royale. Royale. Okay, I was like yeah. looking. So, I was thinking it was like a, uh, a ticket to ride, but you're joining casinos <laughs> with monorail or something. Oh, that would be good too. Ooh, we might have, have to make that. Mm. How cool would that be? Yeah, ticket to lose. But uh, <laughs> Las Vegas Royale, and then Medium. I've been looking that one up. I want this. This yeah. looks. Oh, awesome. it's so good. Yeah. So 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 good. So it looks like all right. So you you and your partner, or you play two cards, and they'll yeah. have like astronaut no, and cheese. Yeah, the two words on the card. So you'll play, you'll play one card. You'll have a hand of cards. So what I'm going to do next okay. time we have, we we next time we get together, I, I actually have a uh, a demo deck that they gave me, but I don't have it handy. But if mm. I was to give, so all right, so here we go. So Brian's going to play the word uh, moon. Okay. All right, and and Scott would have a hand, and he would play the word crater. Okay. All right. Okay. Oh, actually, I screwed that up. Too similar. Yeah. You, you, yeah. You, you know what? I was supposed to. Scott was supposed to play hole because that's more Scott up Scott's alley. <laughs> so moon and hole, and then you guys hole. would go three two one and, and we you both would... say crater at the same time or scott right. would say butthole yeah right. <laughs> butthole but yeah. well, Actually, he, might say say but. he would probably say but right, right. He would, he would say, say but because moon and butt and all right great. so so if you said but all right so let's just say you said button and, and scott said i oh, know scott said but and you said crater all right? right so scott are you with us yeah i'm here all right so you said but i said but na- so now so now you have those two words now, right. both you guys think of what would be the medium to there. And I'm going to give you a second. And I'm going to count it down. Between butt the same and crater? Time, between yeah, butt so, and crater. so between butt and crater. Okay. All right. All right. You guys good? Uh, yeah. Yep. Um, no. Hold and on. He's going to count down to three. He's going to do a three, two, one. So okay, don't I do got it. it. Don't say I got anything. it. Okay. All right. All right. So, and Brian, you got one? I got one. All right. So I'm going to say three, two, one. And then you guys say the word at the same time. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Ready? Three, two, one. Pocket Couch. All right, so then yeah, the makes third, sense, so, right? That makes sense. So, and you try to like you know try to make it something that your partner would would actually guess. You're not trying to fool the other person. You're trying to get them together. Yeah, right. So, right. oh, that's so now great. the last time. So you do this three times. You guess three times. So now the last one would be a uh, couch and pockmark. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, now wow. I don't know what in the hell you would guess for this one. Yeah, I don't know either. Maybe but, we, maybe yeah, we so should. So usually in all the words. There's a whole bunch of different words and different categories in the box. You take three of the categories. And what's really cool about this, so picture this. So uh, Scott and Brian, you guys are sitting across from each other. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then I'm sitting across, uh, let's just say I'm sitting across from uh, Hokkido. Okay. 
Okay. Uh, and so the way the game works is you don't just do it like the old rules. And when we were uh, just testing it, you were just playing with the person across from you. But the way the new rules work, you get kind of everybody involved and there's less downtime. So actually, uh, Brian, you would go with me first. And then after we went, I would turn and go with Scott because he's on gotcha. my left. And then right. Scott would go with, with Hawk. Okay. And then Hawk would go with with Brian okay. and that's how you kind of go around the table and it's just you know the way depending on how uh you know you take the three decks you put them together you shuffle these uh three lightning cards in the bottom that's how you have like a timer but these are the type of games oh. where you don't really care who wins it's just the fun of, of it doing. sounds like a, right I, you exactly. know what this sounds like one I would totally enjoy just that little yeah. experience experiment between us made me want to play it <laughs> Yeah, so, totally. That's that's yeah. like a blast. Well, when I come back, I'll, I'll you know I'll have the box and we'll play around of it with actual cards. You know, I'll, I'll put a couple cards out for you guys and see how you do there. Yeah, yeah, that'd uh, be but fun. It, it's it's such a great family. Uh, I mean, it's, it's a party game, so I think this is going to be one that's going to storm. You know, it's going to take the world by storm. So, do you is, drive right? there and do you load a car up and take a bunch of games home? Like, how does this work for you? Do you do that? So, yeah, so, uh, I only I fly to Origins yeah. just because I don't buy a whole lot of stuff. But Gen Con, like the main reason why I go to Gen Con is because uh, the Gamers for Cure is my twenty four hour board game marathon. I go there and on Sunday, a lot of publishers will just load me up with donations. Yeah. So I'll just throw them in the back of the truck and bring them back for that. But I also go and I buy, I buy way too many stuff. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> I, I totally believe it. Yeah. yeah. As if she can't yeah. see me or hear me, but she knows yeah, I buy way too much stuff. She's over there wagging her finger at you like this. She did this. Yeah. <laughs> but I do get all, you know, we get a lot of stuff for review too. So I can't really, uh, you know, I can't say it all that much. You know, I do sure. spend some money, but we do get a lot of stuff for review for the show. Yeah, so that's, that's what, when people say, when it's people people tease me about the size of my Steam library, I'm like, guys, most of these are codes. Like, I don't pay for all these <laughs> It just it doesn't work that way. But I look now at listen. your room back there. Look at that room, Brian. Like that's yeah. ridiculous. Know, all well, and that's, and this is all because the room is bad, and this is all because all that stuff right there is all charity stuff. Yeah. Because um, I used to have a place to store my charity stuff, uh, but my 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 parents moved. You know, they had a second house down here, and they sold it. So now I had to put all my charity stuff back here. So that's all that is. But there's there's uh, actually to the to my left there's about four different uh, things we got from. Um, Ikea. I got a bunch of shelves from Ikea that are all filled with games. Let me see if I can do yeah, this without this killing you guys. Yeah, go over there. That's fine. Oh, oh good lord. Oh, look at all that. So much That's more. Cool. Man, That's cool. you're just, yeah. you have enough for a store, dude. You can just be a store. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's crazy. insane. I've got, and um, what's funny also is there's a, there's a big thing. There's, yeah, she says I'm crazy. <laughs> yeah, she's right. So there's a there's a, a closet in the hallway that I have a bunch of games. That's kind of like purgatory. I've kind of got, uh, you know, my co-host on the show calls it an A team shelf, a B's team shelf, and purgatory. Right. This is kind of, I like, got purgatory in the hallway. I don't think I would ever play this one again, but I don't want to get rid of it just in case yeah, we no. need it. Yeah. It's a sickness, man. I understand. Listen, Dan, can't, get, can't get rid of it. Yeah. You and I, we're going to make a lot of money. We're going to make that Ticket to Ride Las Vegas Casinos edition. Yeah, oh my uh, gosh, dude! I think this, I think it's a make it, it makes itself right. I'm surprised like, they know. haven't done it. Like, why is that not I to, already? I googled a thing? it really quick to see, and nobody's done anything like that. We had to come like, up with we'll a new call name, like Monorail Vegas. Yeah, you just right. have to you just have to rip it off a little bit, iterate on it, and uh, that's right. Forget they'll never hear this where we're conspiring. No, no, never, <laughs> never in a million years. Yeah, so this, as long as, you know, and that's what's weird about you know that's the good but the bad of the board game industry. It doesn't matter as long as you don't use their art assets. There's you can't really. Uh, you can't trademark uh, me mechanisms. Huh. Sure. So, oh, really? I mean, okay. Sure. I mean, you'll you'll have a bad name in the industry, but if you if you do kind of grab the same kind of mechanisms, but you elaborate on it, you know, and you evolve the game a bit. Yeah. 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 More power to you. Yeah. yeah. I've got I've got the perfect name for it too. Ready? Ready? Yeah, go. Mon monorail ticket to ride the monorail. Wow. <laughs> Wow. You know, you should advertise that on Instagram right? and Facebook. Yeah. And that might get us a little bit of trouble. There's probably a, a, a trademark on the on the middle part. but uh, on the, yeah. Other words, ticket to ride, you think? Yeah. Maybe? Yeah. yeah. That might get ticket you in trouble. Ticket maybe to ride, you know. Ticket maybe to ride. We'll do, oh, well, we might get trouble when <laughs> no, she's got a ticket to ride. To ride. Yeah, the now, now we're getting sued from two directions. Oh, yeah. geez. You got to do like me. I took inspiration for this card game I'm almost done with uh, from an yeah. ancient, ancient uh game you'd play with just a regular face card deck like a poker deck that mm -hmm. that's not copywritten that nobody knows who wrote it this thing was like being played in the late 1800s or something it's just like a thing you either knew about it or you didn't and i took that core concept and went all right that's cool and all but what if it had space rocks in it mm -hmm. and i just took it to like eight new directions and now it's hardly recognizable as the thing i got the idea from so that's all you got to do brian you just got to take it and go, right. all right, we got hookers, it up. Exactly. casinos, yes. um, card flippers, 
boom there's your ticket to ride las vegas done cool very cool yeah. oh we'll make it we'll make it uh we'll 3d print it so it's like three-dimensional so it's actually you connect some of the buildings with like monorails that go from like the fifth floor of this building to like the 12th floor of this other building so yep. they can crisscross each other at perfect. Like different nice. levels. perfect yeah and we can block off some of those casinos we don't want to go to yep. yeah, yeah, yeah so right. you know you block them off and, and that player circus. is just screwed yep. Yep. exactly <laughs> oh you drew the circus circus card you're stuck you automatically lose you're in the worst part of the strip enjoy <laughs> <laughs> uh all right well this is great and and you're gone let's see that's so this coming weekend uh, yeah I, I leave on tuesday we drive up to indianapolis so i'll be gone next weekend okay so uh we will the following weekend we'll do a little catch up and um kind of see how things went for you as yeah, we man. always do uh before we cut you loose is there anywhere people should be watching for coverage of this thing or anything else you want to yeah mention? so uh you can find me on twitter at geek jock blog if you want to hear even more games i think we covered probably about 80 games or so on the geek all-stars in the last show we do the top 11 to try and buy which was a little different than my list and also there's two people on a show with me that uh you can hear uh, their list as well and this Sunday will be episode two of Pair of Docs. Whoa. If you'd yeah. like to tune in on Twitch, yeah. 7 p.m. on Sunday night, you get to uh, tune in. Uh, we still don't have, uh, you know, we're still working out as far as the VODs and, and kind of the podcast stream, but we'll have that up soon. But this Sunday live, uh, Pair of Docs hosted by Bridget. Woo! That's so cool. I can't wait to hear this. Yeah, me too. It's going to be, be good. I heard a lot about it. Can't wait. All right, dude. Take it easy. Have fun. Have a safe trip out there and don't spend all your money and your wife's awesome. Appreciate it. We'll see you later. <laughs> all right well we've done that uh we are gonna have to talk to dan about letting his wife have a bowl of uh yogurt uh during the recording of tmspm mm -hmm. with her loud spoon and bowl combo but yeah did you hear that but, tinkling uh, around over there i did i did yeah here is that how we're gonna do things okay Hold that's on. how we're gonna do it i got I'm me a, i got me a cup here i'm gonna start doing this <laughs> making noises uh, that makes my dog run. I, by the way, if I do this, Rainer will run away. Of course. Yeah. Oh, run away? Yeah. Really? She hates like it. not run towards the potential food. Nope, she'll run away. She can't do fork on. <coughs> excuse me, fork Bless on uh, fork on. Uh, what's this made out of? Uh, uh, porcelain? porcelain. Thank porcelain? you, porcelain. Yeah. yeah, she can't do it. Oh, he, Dan, we are totally. I'm totally kidding, dude. I was. Oh just yeah, like we're joking. To Total joke, yeah. dude. She is allowed. She's like in there apologizing about the spoon. Come no, on, man. No, she could Silly. walk up. Listen, what she could do. She could literally walk up to the camera, smear it on your face, mm -hmm. uh, poke your left and eye, and run, and we'd still be fine. We don't care. Yeah, exactly. We don't care. Exactly. Um, all right, let's uh, get to the TMS uh, thing we do, which has this thing attached to it. Oh gosh, I can't find it. Here it is. Whoops. Nope. Hold on. Here we go. And you can always follow me on Twitter. Energy Secretary Steve Perry. Sorry, Rick Perry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, letting us know it's time if for your you tweets. Change the pronouns. Change the pronouns a little bit on that one. I don't know yeah. why that's the song I always think of too. When someone says Journey or Steve Perry, I go to that one, and it's not even their best song. Not even close. Well, the problem is that I normally go to uh, Oh Sherry because you know Steve Perry solo oh, did that right. one. Yeah. That's one that uh, Pineda can't can't touch, right? Because it's a Steve Perry solo song. Now you got me down a rabbit hole. There was a B-side he sang way back in the day. Uh -huh. um, solo songs. I'm going to see if I can find this and see if you oh. have it or know of it. Because I loved this song. Like, loved this song so Are much. Are you sure it was a solo? It wasn't like, uh, was it from that same album? I pro Probably, but I swear it was like a B-side on some tape single yeah. is where I found yeah. it. Um, let's see. Was that the one called Traces? Was that the album? Probably. Crap. Or is that the new one? No, that's 2018. That's new. Oh, wow. Steve uh, Perry putting out new material. I need to find this because I can't find it. I, I loved this song. I just loved oh. this song. And I played it all the time. And I had a girlfriend. And it was kind of our song. Let's see. Solo wow. albums. And I haven't heard it in like 20 years. So I want to hear it. So we got, oh, Sherry, don't fight it. I believe she's mine. Strung out. Foolish heart. No. Foolish, foolish heart. Need my warning. Stop before you start falling. <laughs> Is it if wow. only for the moment, girl? No. Uh, I don't remember. <laughs> the fact that I'm able to pull up... Uh, Oh yeah, the 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 Wikipedia entry li lists my 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 harmony 
Makes no difference. Don't tell me why you're leaving or only for the moment, girl, as bonus tracks. It might be that one. I'm going to have to go listen to it after the show. Well, maybe I'll just look okay. it up now. Just real for, for fun. This won't hurt anybody, right? We're not hurting anybody. No, won't hurt anybody. I mean, <laughs> All right. you know. What's it called? YouTube Sorry. might not approve. What was it again? Something? A Harmony? No, this, the name of the song that you just said that was... If, uh, only, if only for, for the, the moment, moment yeah. girl. If only for okay. the moment, girl. Okay. I'll only play a titch so that YouTube can bite me. Sure. Uh, oh, missing person. That's all it'll take for YouTube to bite you is a titch. Uh, that's true. <laughs> if only for the moment, girl. That's what I typed. Oh, okay. Yeah. Richard Goldman. Oh, Steve Perry. Here we go. All right. Let's see if this is it. Uh, if only for the moment, girl. Oh, it's not in here. It's the one song they don't have on here. Oh, really? Play uh, Don't Tell Me Why You're Leaving, because this is that that's the B-side to O'Sherry. All right, I'll try it. Nope, not it. Nope. Um, by the way, that it makes Earth Only for the Moment Girl was the second track from the USA for Africa album, We Are the World. So probably not that one. Oh, yeah, not that uh, one. Maybe it makes no difference. Maybe. No, no, no. Let's try. Uh, that one's also blocked out. Try Harmony. Harmony. Skip Everything. No, it's not it. No? Okay. Damn it! I'm going to find mm. it. All right. But I was so into it that I couldn't stop back in the day. I would listen to it over and over. I loved wow. it. Um, and I didn't really even like his solo album very much, but I loved that song. Whatever that was. All right. Yeah. I'll figure it out. Um, what are we doing? Oh, yeah. Let's do... <laughs> <laughs> let's do... The, uh, that the, needs to be a bingo square. I don't know how you spell it, everybody, <laughs> but that needs to be a bingo square. Microphone. All right. I hate the new Twitter layout the, so much. The sound that the guy made in the backseat of my car when I, on the, the ride right before the drug deal. Oh, right. There's a little mm. ASMR for you. Yeah. Mm. yeah. All right, here we go. TMS Mashup says, Scott and Brian, you are now A-list celebrities. What are the must-have items in your writer? Oh, I like this. Before we can appear. All yeah. right. Before I go on stage in, I don't know, yeah. Iowa, what do I have to have on my rider? Brian, do you have okay. one that you jump Here's to? Here's one for absolutely sure. So um, in uh, around holiday time, uh, the Wonka Candy Company makes holiday-flavored gobstoppers. Oh, and yeah, they do. the red ones are like manna from heaven. Those are like the best ones. White's okay, green's meh, and all three flavors are better than the usual gobstopper yeah. colors. Yeah. Um, if you can, you probably can't see, but uh, well, I can hold it up. Do you have it there? In my, in my uh, Death Star. Oh yeah. So it's a Death Star gumball machine with a, <laughs> with like a, <laughs> a little uh, stormtrooper that pop, pumps these things out. I've I've got only Christmas gobstoppers, so Christmas gobstoppers would be my would be in my writer. No green ones. Okay, that's <laughs> hilarious. So, Wayne, are the are the gobstoppers the same size as a gumball? Is that no, why they fit? A they're a little smaller. Okay, that's, that's actually a um, a Jelly Belly uh, oh. device. Like it comes with a thing, a bag of Jelly Bellies oh. for Star Wars. I don't know why Star Wars and Jelly Bellies, but yeah, what so are these jelly- are actually they work with the. Um, what are Star Wars Jelly Bellies taste like? Do they have like flavors? They're just regular Jelly Bellies. It's just it. It doesn't even like the Jelly Bellies aren't even labeled as Star Wars. They're just um, labeled as regular Jelly Bellies. But it's in a Star Wars holiday distribution mechanism. All right, so it's not like Vader's is licorice or stuff like nope. that. Okay, nope. And nope. Uh, they look like just regular, and they put out. You'll get three or four in a uh, uh, in a in a thing. They got a blue milk flavor. Probably yes. Uh, for me, it's a big bowl of these. Oh, you can't. See oh them. yeah, yellow pez. My, the uh, lemon my pez. Lemon pez. Give me a whole bowl of lemon pez, and I will come to your venue. Although nice. <laughs> the green screen completely ruins this. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why that's not green. That is weird. It's not even close to green. Yeah. yeah I don't get that. Huh. But uh, yeah, that would be me, or some sort of equivalent lemon candy of some kind. Mm-hmm. Just lemon, man. Mm. Even lemon heads, they're fine. They're a little sour. I don't care. Yeah. Let's do it. Right. Uh, Zach says, um, oh, is there a way I could make podcasts for the Frog Pants Network? Just recently started listening to TMS and TWBD. Thanks for the awesome podcast. Be excellent to each other. 
Uh, not really, Zach. We don't kind of do it that way. Um, the uh, people. The only ask, way you can do it <laughs> is by joining season three of America's <laughs> Next Top Podcaster and winning. Yep, yep. You can squeeze in there and get your stuff on the feed. There's a way, but it's yeah. uh, uh, it's we don't really do that. We never really had like open audition kind of stuff. No, because it's it's. Uh, I mean, it's your thing, but I mean, it's it's obviously like a. Uh, it's not supposed to be like a open crazy network where you don't have any sort of control of the things yeah. that get put out by it. Right. It's like a, oh, yeah, you're a friend of me. Yeah, you're making some stuff. Cool. Why don't you have it as part of our show or yeah. whatever? Yeah. A lot of times it's like Tom would go, hey, I'm, I'm going to just say DTNS is part of the network. You want to do that? Oh, yeah, sure. That's mm-hmm. fine. Let's do mm-hmm. it. So now you hear that at the end of his. It isn't any kind of crazy relationship. It's just a good synergistic one. So. Right. Sometimes I do that, that with happens. Coverville. Yeah, yeah. Coverville's Coverville that way. predates Frog Pants by about ten years. Yeah, no, exactly. I should have joined Coverville. Should be the other way around. Yeah, because Coverville's got to be. Uh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> so there. So there's that. So yes, Zach, just make a good podcast. And hey, what? Maybe it'll be awesome. And uh, I one day I'm going to tell a story that I've never told anybody publicly about a show that was almost here that wasn't, and that mm-hmm. show has gone on. I won't say what show it was. That show has gone on to be the single most popular thing on, I don't want to say because people know what it is. Uh, wow, it, it NPR, is a, you almost had cereal? No, no I didn't have cereal. <laughs> I had something very, very big and possible, and at the last minute it made, and what they did made perfect sense, so it's not a, mm-hmm. there's mm-hmm. zero bad feelings about it because it made, sure. I would have done what they did. Uh, <laughs> but let's just say it was huge and is huge now. Norm McDonald was almost a Frog Pants producer. What? Oh, man. That'd be amazing. He's only my favorite stand-up comedian. Uh, Let's see. Katie Talmo says, if you had to pick the top five companies you'd want to work for beside your own, what would they be? You can go with top two to save time, she says. All right, top two. Um, If I could, I would work for... um, I used it to say like Blizzard. Apple for me as a yeah, Apple's a, a big game. one. I'd love to work for Apple, especially as like a uh, I'd save so much money if I worked for Apple. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good point. It's a good point. I mean, I like Apple as an answer as well. I would, I, w- I would have probably said Blizzard in times past, and I may still. I don't mm-hmm. know. There's just weird stuff there right now. It's mm-hmm. a, they're in transition, and it feels funky, and I don't. I, it's it's less of that for me. So um, I don't know, like maybe Oculus or Oculus so, some fun one. some really you know people doing some really innovative stuff would be cool yeah i'm trying um, to decide like which it'd be fun to work for a uh, one of the bigger 3d printer companies yeah um some cool hardware thing like that yeah i mean adobe kind of fun maybe? to work for a tesla because they do have their hands in a bunch of different things besides cars yeah. like all these other um solar technology and you know yeah. self-driving deals and yeah i can't i can't um, think of anything else though all right, we better we better address a question that's coming up in chat before Luke Sightwalker has a uh, conniption fit. All right, because this this has been in play ever since Dan's wife made noise with her spoon. But all right, what do we call our spoons, forks, and knives in our area of the country? Silverware, Silverware flatware. flatware. T- sorry, you were. I didn't know you were. Reading oh that. yeah, tableware, cutlery, or what? Uh, silverware here. Silverware is here as well. Yeah, my mom would say, <laughs> "Get out the silverware." Nobody ever said use the flatware or the tableware no. or the cutlery ever. No. It was always nope. silverware. So. And cutlery, I think of as just knives. Like we've got a, we've got a thing on our wall, mounted on the wall that holds all of our cutlery. Yeah, and Zoe makes a good point. It's not always silver. Well, yeah, it's sure. not always silver. In fact, mm-hmm. at our house, I think we maybe had some ancient silverware that was actual silver from some dead great grandparent or something. Ancient Chinese silverware, <laughs> huh? But uh, we mostly, you know, just have normal ass metal forks. I don't know what they're made out of, yeah. nickel yeah. or whatever. But we call them silverware. So and we just n- yep. none we- of those ever term those other terms ever came up. No, nope. we'll say plasticware if it's you know a spork from Taco Bell. But otherwise, it's it's silverware. Yeah, and if it's like a p- picnic where you know there's going to be plastic stuff, I usually just say, "Where are the forks?" That's it. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yes, exactly. Because what else do you need? You know. Yes. Uh, good one though, Katie. Here's one from. Um, uh, let's see. Here we go. Carl says, if you could get into one illegal profession and get away with it, what would it be? Ooh. Illegal get profession. Get into one illegal profession and get away with it. 
Um, I mean, for me, that it still has to be something where someone's not hurt in the process. I can't do something that's like. I mean, is Republican campaigning? Is that? <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> Send me your emails. No, yeah, uh, no, I didn't say it. Brian did. Um, <laughs> that was me. Prostitution? No, because people get hurt no. in prostitution. Um, yeah. Even if I mean, yeah, I'm I'm all for legalization of prostitution. This always surprises people. Not because mm-hmm. I want to go get it legally. I'm never going to go near it. I'm just saying it will be less people. It's less subterfuge, less trafficking. More legitimacy means less hiding in the shadows, and it means sure. less people right. get hurt. And, and more protection for, for the, the women. And Yeah, you know, but people still get safe. hurt, so I don't want to be in there. Um, right. For me, oh, God, oh. Luke Sidewalker says getaway drivers. Man, that actually would be a blast. I'd love to be a getaway driver. Yeah, this whole lift thing, Brian. This is nothing it's but really you just, living out the it's fantasy. It's a stepping stone. Yeah. Right. I'm going to pull up to the you know the guys with the ski masks at the bank and pull. You know, they're going to get in and they say, "All right, uh, let me know if the temperature is okay for you. If you want me to change the music, uh, I've got charging cables in the back for your for your phones." Yeah. <laughs> I think um, I like that one actually. Plus, you don't really know what the crimes are, you know. Yeah, right. So the right. crime of driving up. is is a is a right, pretty exactly. victimless crime, except it does have a trickle down effect. Um, if I'm picking, probably, uh, oh, this is hard. It is something with gambling would be for me, but I don't know what, like card counting, maybe. Yeah, what would it even be? I love, uh, you know, that would be. I can't think of anything. Yeah. I really can't think of anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe. Uh, oh yeah, see, oh the chat room's so good. Running a legal an illegal gaming parlor. So basically, having a speakeasy in okay. Arvada that that's like at a front that yeah. is a um, maybe a bar or something, and yeah. then there's like a door or a, or a secret door bookcase. Yeah, and you push a button and the bookcase opens and you go back there and it's like poker room. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Problem is that, that happened cool. during Prohibition and a lot of people died as a result. So there's still like none of these. are. <laughs> no, I'm saying right now. Oh, you're saying right now. Well, it wouldn't be illegal yeah, right, right now. now. You could just do it. Couldn't you? No, because you can't you can't have a uh, I can't just open a casino. I can't just open a poker room. It would be oh, illegal for me because true. A, I don't have a license and B, I'm not in one of the the counties that allows uh, gaming in Colorado. Gotcha. OK, that one works. That one's fine. Yeah, I like that. Now, one. now we're talking. Yeah, now All we're right. talking. I'll just work there. Brian can be my boss at that cool. place. Oh, will you wear a cocktail uh, waitress outfit? Yeah, yeah totally. I'll work so in the pits. Me. In the pits. Nice. I'll be a pit boss. Yeah, sure. And you can boss me around in the pit. That'd be great. Change it two hundred. <laughs> and you go. And you go. All right. That's all you do. Change it two hundred. All right. Yep. All right. <laughs> but someone's always talking in your ear, and you're on any second you're supposed to kill somebody or something, right? Those pit That's bosses. Right. Yes. I don't know how that works. All right, uh, Twizzlers or Red Vines, asks Katie again, and how many is too many? Uh, Twizzlers for me, and about five, and then I'm done. Any more than that, and that's a mistake. Yeah, and and here's the thing. I, I, I like the uh, the red licorice, and I like the black licorice, but uh, still Twizzlers for me as well. Red Vines uh, are plastic. Yeah. They're disguised as food. It's just better. Yeah. Um, I agree with you. You are so right about that. Oh, my gosh. You just said it better than anyone else has. Red Vines are they're. <laughs> bad they're bad they're bad they're <laughs> they're just bad the maniacal yeah. industry they're... disagrees says red vines are objectively better you sinners no i i disagree no you'll notice every a lot of other people in the chat room are agreeing with uh uh <laughs> with, with twizzlers like outranking red vines plastic, I, plastic I, do, red vines. I do like the vigor of his argument though i like the yeah i do too yes silence you heretics <laughs> i like the way he's talking about it <laughs> Um. All right. How about Hold sinners? How about this one? Um. Let's see. That one's weird. Let's do this one. Okay. Monica says, "This is Wicked Kitten in the chat." She says, "If bacon and turkey, uh, sorry, if bacon and turkey bacon got in a fight, who would win?" <laughs> um. Oh. Uh, well, bacon. Bacon would. Is there, is there more to the question? I mean, that's it. That's the question. Okay. But bacon but the, would win because it's got about two pounds on. On turkey bacon, like it's it outweighs. It's like uh, the heavyweight going after the uh, the the welterweight. I mean, let's just for a second, let's say that all that sodium and fat and all all the stuff you do with bacon that's not good for you. Let's mm-hmm. say all of that is a non-issue. 
and you're just straight up, which one do I want to eat today? You're always mm. picking bacon. I'm not yeah. going to pick turkey bacon over that. I take turkey bacon now because it's better for me. Right. But probably only marginally. <laughs> like it's yeah. still no, processed. I mean, if if, if I if there were no calorie considerations or anything like that, then without a doubt bacon. Yeah. I'm with you. All right. Uh let's do one more of these. Okay. Uh now, bacon twizzlers. Make that happen. Uh listen to this. Let's see. I'm skip ahead here. Um, okay, no, we're doing it. Okay, okay, how about... Okay, have either of you walked out of or nearly walked out of a movie theater because it was so bad? What made it so bad? Did you ever see it again? So we know this is true because you did... Um, <laughs> yes, do you remember the movie? Um, Johnny Mnemonic, right? Yeah, exactly right. Yes, speaking of hold sinners, yep. yeah, that's the movie I actually walked out of, walked out the theater of. And uh, then we eventually did watch it for film sack and I saw the whole thing. Yeah, so you... You literally did his question. You did the whole thing. You you walked out and then saw it again later. Mm-hmm. Um, I walked out of. Oh, what was it called? It's uh, Ted Danson and um, the guy who does America's Got Talent now, and used to do Howie Mandel. Yes, and it was called. Oh shoot! Uh, hold on, I used to know this. I could. Yeah, I'm looking it. this up. It's like a really bad movie. So it Ted, is called a fine mess. A fine mess. I walked out of a fine mess. It was terrible. A terrible movie. Oh my gosh, yeah. it was not funny in the least. This was a the, you know kind of the heyday for both of these guys. It should have been good. It wasn't. It was awful, and I left halfway through it. And <laughs> I've never seen it since, so I don't have that. You've never? Do you haven't seen the whole thing ever? No. no. Wow. Also features. Uh, Maria Conchito Alonso. Sweet. Conchita Alonso and Paul Sorvino. Guess what? Paul Sorvino plays a mob boss. Weird. Wow. Weird. Yeah. Don't see that every day. No. I guess Talk he about was playing a, against type. I guess he was a he was a cop on Law and Order, but still. Um, Richard Mulligan, Burt Campbell is in this, and yeah, Dennis Franz from NYPD Blue. It should have been good. It's yeah. just it's atrocious. It's, it's a Blake a, Edwards thing. Yeah, it's a stain on, on man. Mm-hmm. Uh, do not watch <laughs> it. And if you do, tell me what you think, because maybe it holds up better than I think it does. I don't know. Thank you for your questions, though, everybody. You can send the good. hashtag on Twitter uh, if you want to ask those questions on the PM edition of the show, just simply with the hashtag AskTMSPM. That's AskTMSPM. Do it today. The entirety of this episode, this extra episode you get a week, is because you guys support us at a certain level over there on patreon.com slash TMS. So if you're hearing this and you're going, man, I really like this. Well, that's because it's good and because you guys broke that right open and because we're also dumb and give you lots of free cool things. So take advantage of our dumbness and go check it out. Patreon.com slash TMS. Support us today. That's going to do it for us. <clears throat> oh, I would point your attention to frogpants.com slash TMS for all your TMS needs. We will now leave you with a song and a request. Brian, what do you have? Well, at least a request. Oh. <laughs> All right. We'll see about the song. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Jim Nash wrote in and said, hey, Scott and Brian, uh, this is the second time that I've emailed in for a request. The last one was on June 10th of 2014. At that time, I was proposing to a fantastic woman, moving to a new city and starting college at the age of 40. Well, none of it worked out. No, I'm just kidding. He says, it's been one hell of a ride, but I'm comfortable in my new town. My wife is the best and I couldn't be happier. And I got my bachelor's degree in legal studies just last week. I asked for some nine inch nails for my birthday way back uh, in 2014 last time. This time I have a request for some Leah Moraccioli, uh, also known as the dude from Frog Leap Studios, also known as the dude that does metal covers. That guy's awesome, which leads me to the song I would like. He has a great cover of Everything is Awesome from the Lego movie. If that doesn't work, I leave it to the cover master to pick something fitting. Can't wait to see what the next five years have in store for me. Shove the hobo. Cheers, lads. Signed, Jim. Nice. Uh, Jimmy did a follow-up saying, hey, if my last request was too uh, restrictive, then uh, pick something else. To that, I say, no. (laughs) No, you're stuck listening to this. This is actually really good. Um, and at first I thought it was doing that cookie monster vocal thing, but mm. he's not, it's Leo's voice and like a fuzz box or something. This is really cool. Yeah. It's a cover of the song that was re- originally done by Tegan and Sarah for the Lego movie. It's a cover of everything is awesome. Here is Leo. We'll see you guys on Monday. Brian will be on the road. I'll be here and we'll have a show. 
We'll see you then. Everything is awesome. Everything is cool when you're part of the team. Everything is awesome when we're living our dream. Everything is backed up when we stick together. Side by side, you and I gonna win forever. Let's party forever. We're the same, I'm like you, you're a team. We're all working in harmony. Everything is awesome. Everything is cool when you're part of the team. Everything is awesome when we're living our dream. Three, two, one, go. Have you heard the news? Everyone's talking about this. Cause everything's awesome Lost my job, it's a new opportunity More free time for my house and community I'm being more awesome than a house I'm passing, dip my body in chocolate frosting Three years later, wash off the frosting Smell like a bastard, everything's awesome Step in line, got new bomb shoes It's awesome to win, it's awesome to lose Everything is backed up when we stick together Side by side, you and I gonna win forever Let's party forever I'm like you, you're like me We're all working in of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. You want some more? You want some more?